You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You know how I feel about rubbing my meat. I love to rub my meat and massage all those seasonings in. Mm -hmm. Well, this bag is great because I don't have to actually make contact with it. But I'm getting that meat rubbing in. Yeah, you are, Paula Dean. You rub that meat, girl. Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie States Show. I'm actually Arnie States. I'm actually going to actually host my own show. <laughs> if you know what I mean. The, the, the conductor is also the, 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 uh, the first chair trumpeter here, if you will. Well, well I, I'm sure you're, like, confused. Maybe some of you aren't confused, but... We'll talk about it here just in a little bit. Um, lots to get to on the big show here on a Monday. Great weekend. It, it went by way too fast. I mean, yesterday, look here. Well, first of all, Saturday didn't do much. Saturday is kind of lay-around day. I did enjoy watching my Texas Rangers, my beloved Texas Rangers, so weep. That's right, I said it, so weep the Cleveland Indians to remain three games ahead of the Astros. Got a series with Tampa starting tonight, and then the Dodgers, and then we have to go to Houston. Oh, it's crazy. But we're still good. So uh, so yesterday, uh, the good child finally got a day off. He's been doing a lot of nude modeling lately, and I don't know why he's doing any sort of nude modeling, but that's his, that's his calling. Um, it shouldn't be. It, it, it should not be. Unless it's for, like, you know, Husky Man magazine. But then I'm surprised I didn't get the call because I'm so much better looking. But that's a different story. We went to Hutchins Barbecue yesterday. Now, now if y'all know me and y'all have been listening to the show, you know the Hutchins is my favorite barbecue spot in Dallas. It's the best. Yesterday we show up there, like 1.30. It's packed. It's packed. I thought it was the church crowd, but no, I, I guess ISIS likes barbecue. ISIS can eat barbecue on Sunday, I guess. So they were all there. And I saw something yesterday that, yes, I'm going straight to hell for. Straight to hell. Everybody at the table, I had my back to this, um, and the people that were on the other side of the table, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And it, it was, oh, shit, mainly because... Well, they knew how I'd react. So it was uh, this fellow who's, you know, God, God bless him. He's in a wheelchair or something. But this wasn't just any mo. This was not a wheelchair, okay? I'm, I, I'm not kidding. When, when he passed by our table, I mean, uh, when, when he passed by our table, I was like, holy shit. I think he had some spinners on there. Dude, this thing was hydraulically lifted. And he's rolling through there. My posse's on Broadway. He's looking for a, a place to My sit, even though Broadway. he's already sitting. Me and Kit Sensation at home away from home in the Black Benz limo with the cellular phone. And you know the I'm best part of that? Yeah, the, the best part of that is that when he got to the table, he lowered it. So I imagine he can make it bounce. 
That'd be kind of cool to see. But you know the best part of that is you ain't got to carry your own barbecue. No. No, he had like four or five people helping him. He had a plethora of barbecue. This fellow wasn't missing no meals. And let me tell you, a plethora of barbecue at Hutchins, well, fuck, you might want to saw off your right arm. Uh, He might want to saw off his right leg because, well, what is it? Uh, (laughs) Let's get to the good morning, shall we, before I get us all going Straight to H-E-L-L, hockey puck, whatever the hell they want to call it. Swoosh, first one here. He says, good morning, ass family and Dr. States. 13 days till the big birthday. Yeah, that's right. 13 days until Braddy Kid's birthday. That's awesome. Good for you to know that. I knew that. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Battleborn says, good morning, Dr. States and ass family. Well, good morning, my friend. Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo! Chazman says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. What the fuck am I saying? I mean, is it Friday yet? No, sadly, it's, it's, it is not, it is not Friday yet. God, why can't it be Friday? Friday. Uh, Let's see, uh, House of Pain. There we go. Says, good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you. I got to get that in the machine there. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Glad to hear the host doesn't abandon his audience. <laughs> oh, that's just too funny. That is just too funny. Uh, oh, we'll talk about it here in a second. Braddy Kid. Oh, my lucky Ah, the one and only is in the house. I'd rather be kissed by a snag or two jackass. Yes, I, I'm sure that you would, but you've gotten stuck with me, damn it. Uh, Becca! Becca! Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend, indeed. I hope you did as well. Oh, I love trash. Trash Band is in the house, says, good morning, family. The good Darren. Please be a fart. says, good morning, ass family. Nothing better than starting off the week with a little ass, indeed. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, uh, you sent me an email. Now, I, I see that you sent me a reply to that email, and I appreciate that for the sound effect. I won't give up what it is. Uh, we might have to change your, uh, your, your opener from this. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Depending how good the other one is. Um... Oh, whoops, I jumped somebody. Sorry. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. I hope that you're doing well today. I don't know how to put yeah, this. Yeah, here he is. But I'm kind of a big deal. Yes, Triple T, you are. People know me. Uh, he says, good morning, family of ass. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Uh... Let's see, uh, we got Colin in there. Morning, everybody. V Coop! I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, he sent in a great celebrity ass death match that I'm going to tweak a little bit today and I will announce it tomorrow, and we are doing it this week. Oh, I'm very scared. I'm very, very, very excited about it. Uh, we know the meat she's running isn't black. No, no, it's not. Uh, gold! Hey, yo! Uh, says morning ass. Stink fist in the house. How'd your A's do this weekend? 
I don't know. I didn't check. I just checked that the Rangers swept the Indians, who were in first place in the Central. Says, good morning, ass. It's fucking hot. Yes, it is. Sue says, I wouldn't have heard Paula Dean since she went on that Joe Murphy-level in-rant word. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Look who is here today. Oh, my God. Whoa. Before that, wow. I, oh, yeah. Uh, Hangtown Jen. It is now time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go do a solid. I think we just did that one. I didn't change that one out for you. You know what, Jen? Jen, we might just, we might just give you the... Because you always offer such guidance on this show. Yeah, I I think we're going to change it to that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Sue says, Braddy Kid, stop stealing my shine. It's my birthday, too. Shouldn't change the opener, but it's pretty funny. Mage in the house! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here? We speak American. Okay, ah, says, good morning, ask an AIG Japanese word of the day is shosha. Translation winner, because you're still on the air and fuck that other show. <laughs> I promise we're going to talk about it here in a second. The stars at night yeah. big and bright. Deep in the heart of College Station. This is the best morning show. Thank you so much. Stinkfist says, this may come to a surprise, but the A's were swept. I know, shocker. Damn it to hell. Stackar. Uh, he says, good morning, ass family. Zach, good morning. He just texted in. Uh, I'm confused, though. When you said there's nothing there, did you go to his? I, I didn't go to his website. No, I thought you were sending me the, the, the link. There was no link. There was nothing there. You just said when it was. I didn't go to his website. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, suits me more because let's be honest, Jen hates shit so much. I only do it every four days or so, but I love to learn. Okay, so so Jen, yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna move it off that to there. You go. There you go. Maybe. We'll 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 see. We'll we'll see. Uh, I mean, we could use. Be quiet. Shut up. The man comes attack you. No, you ain't gonna get that one. Nathan, call nine one one. You know I don't speak Spanish. That might be a good one for you. You know I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, you know what? I I like that one better. I I actually do like that one better. So we're gonna go with. You know I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, cause you don't. So there you go. Um, if you don't know what's going on. Um. I got a I I got a a message yesterday from uh, Donald, and he sent it to me, and I was like, "Well, this is very weird and interesting." Um, and it's their it's their their post, and and you can tell that that they're letting AI write their post because he doesn't speak this way. Nobody on the show speaks the way. Uh, for the first time in our stored history, the show is about to spin a new tune. The maestro behind the scenes steps into the spotlight while the conductor watches from the audience. Uh, they've got a picture up says whatever their show is called, Dad's Away, which I can only fathom to mean that a certain somebody has stepped away from the radio side of things. I don't know what to work on. So before anybody asks me, I have no idea. Okay! 
Buenos dias. I don't know what it has to do with anything. I, by the way, don't care. Don't care if he is brushing his teeth at night with the revolver. I don't care. Man it up, boy. I did uh, I did enjoy going to uh, see some of the comments on the page. And they have their diehard loyal fans, and, and, and I'm not going to take that away from those fans. They've grown up with that show. They love that show. At one time, that show was fantastic. I'll say that ended around 2015, uh, but that's just me. That's just my personal recollection of it. Um, but a lot of the comments were very interesting because a lot of the old school fans remember that somebody never missed a show. I missed one show before my suicide attempt. Before my suicide attempt and my, my rehab, in my 23 and a half, 24 years on that show, I missed one show. And do you know why I missed that show? And I was late for one show. We're talking about even when I got my DUI. My dad took me to work. And then I would take the bus home. Why? Because that show mattered to me. Why did the show matter so much to me? Is because I got to do what I love doing. And that's entertaining y'all. And y'all liked it so much, you guys kept putting us in the number one spot, making us better and better and better and better and better and better and better. It was a joint, it, it, it was a community effort. The one time I missed the show was in Seattle. And if you, if you want to look up the date, you can, because it was the day that they tore the Saddam Hussein statue down in uh, Iraq. And do you know why I missed the show? Because I couldn't get doctor's clearance. I think, I, actually, I was in Sacramento. We were, we were in Sacramento that week. That's when we were trading off. I could not get doctor's clearance because I had a strained vocal cord. And he wouldn't let me go back to the show until Tuesday. We had, a, we had a, a, an off day on Friday. It was like a holiday or something. And uh, so I didn't have to work that Friday. I went to the doctor Thursday, didn't have to work. He said, I don't want you back on the air until Tuesday. And everybody, had, it, and we missed that. Now, they were on, but I wasn't on. One show I missed. One show. And do you know how that was held over my head for so long? On the air, I don't care. Off the air, it was bullshit. They knew I could talk. Hell, I was talking to them on the damn phone that day. Guy was gross says, I kept promoting you. I love the comments. They're gold. Heck, you helped create the, the mold, the, the diehard fan base. Yes, I appreciate that. Old school fan view since 1998. I feel old. Well, fuck, th- how do you think I feel? Jesus. People were so mad Arnie missed a show, they pulled down a statue of Saddam Hussein. I know, right? It was crazy. They did that in my honor. <laughs> it 
If you're still a fan of that show, you have abuse and self-esteem issues. Cowboys Girl says, I can't believe old school listeners can handle listening to them now. It completely sucks without you. Thank you. I remember when Scab first met Arnie and gave him the intern job, and Arnie showed up every day in Reno. Every day. Every day. And by every day, I mean Saturdays and Sundays, too, but it's what you did. You see, I don't need to be praised or, or patted on the back for it because that's what you did. If you wanted a job, you had to do something that made you stand out. Not because of the pigmentation of your skin or what fucking bathroom you decide to use. It's got to be something, whether it's your talent, whether it's your work ethic, whether it's your ability to get along with others, which I had all three in spades. Yes, I'm very humble, and I will brag about that. But I wasn't afraid to do whatever I had to do to get that job because I loved it. I loved it. And when we switched, and and look here, that's back when we played country music. And I couldn't even be half of the entertainment force that I was. Because I had to be super clean. When we switched over to rock and roll, I did not want to leave the station, but I didn't know the music that well. So do you know what I did? I studied. I took the overnight job, and I learned everything that I could. Do stations still have interns? I don't think. I don't know. I mean, radio is so bad. I I, I talked to uh, the ugly-shirted station guy, my, my dear friend, the other day. I talked to him last week, and we were talking about the state of radio. And he, he's still in it. He still works in Kansas City, and he's, he loves his company that he works for. He says, the company that he spent 17 years with, that I spent 20-something years with, um... Intercom, which is now Odyssey now. We have no idea. I, I can't. I, I look at that. I just shake my head. Their stock is worthless. And you look at a lot of radio companies, a lot of these broadcast companies, iHeart. I don't know how iHeart is even staying on the air anymore. They were bankrupt like four years ago. I would say, Zach, stations probably still have interns. That's who's on the air. Jesus. It's crazy. But, hey, you know, if it's his mental health, then, you know, I really hope he doesn't get the help he needs. If it's anything else, I, I don't care. I, I, I Look, look here. I'll say it right now. I hate him. I hate him. When it gets to it, when I'm indifferent to him, then I, I think I'll be fine. But, no, I still hate him. I'm not afraid to admit it. And, and, and hey, if you lose respect for me saying, oh, Arnie, it's been a long time. <sighs> Okay, then don't like me anymore. I'm sorry I'm not grown up uh, uh, enough for you. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Uh, divorce again. Uh, I do not blame you at all for hating that man. I would too. I, I mean, it, it is. It's a deep hate. <laughs> the, the hate is there, but it, it, it's not anywhere near as, as, as blood boiling. Sorry, I'm a human being. That's why he's, look, look, look. There's, there's a reason why that since I cleaned my office out and he was armed, 
Oops, did I give the story away there? Yeah. Um, oh, and and had an off-duty police officer there too. Just, just, just. I haven't seen him or spoke to him since that that night. Uh, the when I when I look real quick story time real quick story time. Uh, when he was talking about how Arnie uh, couldn't be his friend for attempting suicide a second time, this is his karma. Well, we'll see. Um, what was I going to go with that? Uh, oh, uh, when I when I work with dog shit and jerk off, the uh, everybody in the building liked me. See, when we worked in the building, when we worked in the 98 Rock building, People like me because I was friendly. I, I would go around and talk to people. See, because here's the big deal that, that you hear a lot, but it is true. It don't cost you a fucking penny to be nice to people. It don't. It doesn't cost you one single cent to be nice to people. And as long as you're nice to me, hey, I'm going to be pleasant and nice to you. If I'm in a bad mood, I probably won't say a lot to you. I'll just say, hey, how you doing, and then walk by. Uh, Arnie, are you kidding me? Nighty Rock has the saver and the butch girl who does middays and doesn't turn on comment. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they don't have comments on their page because they don't have fucking balls. Oh, it wasn't my last day. It was when I was cleaning out my office. This was uh, about a week, or uh, about, yeah, a, a week after my last day. And believe me, I'm I'm going to tell that story in full too. Arnie, good. Let the hate run through you. Star Wars reference. Oh, hate, look, look. I will tell you this right now. Hate is my favorite emotion. And hate is a hell of a motivator. It really, really is. I mean, I love having hate. I do. It fuels me. Hate is good for you. I think today they were replacing <laughs> with the trans. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be funny. Um, but I always be nice to people. And that paid off in the long run because, well, lo and behold, I ended up back in the building. And I was working with two other prima donnas that weren't really nice to people and didn't really talk to anybody. I had conversations with people in the building. Why? Because they're my coworkers. I'm not above them. They're not above me. A lot of people thought they were above me, but I never thought that I was above them, even though we knew by talent alone I was above everybody. And the... um. The receptionist. The receptionist loved me. And the receptionist came to me uh, when I first started, and, and she told me that a certain somebody takes a lot of meetings there during the week. Takes like two meetings a week. And would I like to be informed when he's in the building so I'm nowhere near that? And I said, yes, that'd be great. He was in the 98 Rock building at least twice a week, every week when I was there. I never saw him. Not once. Now, was that by design of him or design of me? I don't know. But he doesn't want to see me. He doesn't want to see me. Um, so, so there you go. That's the update that I've, I've seen. I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's listening, if, if anybody's turned it on, and if it is, in fact, the bad show now. I, I'll call it the bad show. Oh, I, I'll happily call it the bad show. Because let, let me just tell you right now, Putting that guy in charge, that's a great idea. Great idea. 
Yes, even one time Arnie came to hang out with all the smelly thank you come again Indians at 7-Eleven trade show. Yes, I did. I did. That was fun. I mean, the the, the food, that, that, the buffet, whoa. I did not I did not partake in your buffet. Uh-uh. Oski. Wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. Damn right, Oski. I says good morning, ass family. It is the bad show. Oh, God damn. Hoof. Little story. Little, little, little quick story here. Well, little story. <clears throat> um, there was a member of the show. And see, everybody was so worried about me and what I was doing and what, what kind of dark light I could shine on the show if I ever got in trouble. Truth be told, I'd be pretty protected by the media. You know why? Once again, it doesn't cost a dime to be nice to people. I knew all the TV people. I knew them. I was cool with them. If something happened to me, I'd probably get pressed down a little bit. But there's another member on the show, I won't say who it was, um, who when we went to film, I'll never forget this, um, I just found the post and read through the comments. The only one that uh, come back was to correct someone's grammar. 300 comments and questions. They read them all, but only dear and proper grammar worthy response. Yeah. Listen for 20 minutes. Didn't laugh once. Yeah, well, you're going to get that. Oh, poor Rock 104.5. Oh, poor Lotus. If you wouldn't have stabbed me in the back, I'd be feeling bad for you in Reno. Um... Acknowledge them. <laughs> They're Roman Reigns all of a sudden. All my wrestling fans will get that one. Um, but we were uh, we were filming the reaction video of me and <laughs> watching uh, Human Centipede. Well, Nick, the producer, was there. Christy, the producer, was there. But there was a producer missing. And this is right back when Apple came out and had the smartphones and all that kind of stuff. And I remember um, his stupid fuck husband, that's what I'll call him, going, maybe I could check and see if he's in jail. And we all laughed because nobody ever missed, nobody no-showed like appointments or filming sessions. We were, we were pros. And all of a sudden, you know, about five minutes later, duh, look. A certain somebody had been gotten a DUI. I did hear the first segment this morning. It was the uh, gay assignment shaking a piece of paper in the mic followed by crackling. When one of their tech advisors who's covering the TV part of the show was interviewed. So it was 30-minute commercial for tech to you, yeah? If they're Roman, does that make you main event Jay Uso? I hope not. Sanchez family says, poor guy. Yeah, indeed. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least 
let's see. Alicia, good morning to you. Ogre says you and the ever-expanding eggplant face watched clown porn one time and looked on the verge of... That was horrible. But Human Centipede 2 was even worse because we watched that one at his stall. <laughs> yes, I said stall. Um, and somebody wasn't there. Well, and, and wouldn't you know, you know, they, and I thought for sure, oh, boy. Arrested, you miss filming, you're probably gonna get fired. Nope. I was like, okay. Then about three months later, somebody got another one. That's right, they got two. And the reason why I know this is because guess then who was put in charge of bringing that person to work every day? For the next 90 days while their license was suspended. If you guessed Arnie States, you would be correct. Now ask yourself, or ask me, Arnie, how many times were you arrested while you were on the show? The answer is only once. And that was in 1996 when I cleaned up my efforts and then led to a miraculous great radio show. So did I get fired a second time? No. And now that's in charge of the show. Interesting shit. But see, this leads perfectly into the show, because I'm done talking about them now. There's a wonderful new trend going on of people wanting to lose their jobs. We'll start with, do you remember the name Sam Britton? Oh, there's an interesting new dichotomy to the Sam Britton story. The embattled, as they write... Non-binary, I say weirdo, former senior Department of Energy uh, official. This is the fella that would steal the luggage? Well, wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know that on one of those trips in early July 2022, he was traveling for work. That's right. He stole on the taxpayer's dime. Months later, in early December, he was charged with grand larceny. And he was let go. Thank God. Finally. (laughs) So so this is kind of the... um, the, 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 the spirit of the beginning of the show today because these are people that truly do not want to have a job anymore. And we're going to start with the Vice President of the United States of America for something she said this weekend. Hey, here you go. Take a listen to this. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Reduce when we population. Invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population. More of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. 
One more time, please. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Now, uh, when we invest hold on a in second. clean energy. There you go. Uh, I, I, I took that so I could get the sound bite of that. Um, how are more of our children going to be breathing clean air because there's going to be less of them? Because you're population controlling. Whoops a daisy. Was that one not supposed to be said? They said the quiet part out loud. Did she mean to reduce pollution? Oh, it might have been that, but the Freudian slip came in there. Had people appalled her that just crazy. Yeah, amen. She means she wants to swallow all the kids instead. So one kid per household now. Sorry, female embryos. That's the WEF playbook. Reduce population. She should have been witted enough to correct herself. Oh, come on. The alt-right taking that out of proper proportion, right? Whoopsie, you dumb fuck. Pot of cunt coffee. Even if it was accident, why is that word in her head? Who the fuck wrote that speech for her? China? I know I heard it and I was like, oh, shit. Now, now, did she probably mean to say pop pollution? Probably. We, we can all say that. They, 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 oh, they, the WhiteHouse.gov has released the speech. Pollution. Uh, population was scratched out. Oopsie. Oopsie. Are, did she release part of the game plan? Did she release? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's terrible. But see, see, th- that's fantastic. And then you get this next thing that happened. And I don't like this person. Um, she's the new mayor of Boston. Michelle Woo! I'm sorry, Michelle Woo. She's Boston Mayor, Democrat, who is facing a little bit of criticism this morning after her administration has admitted to creating a list of her most vocal critics and then providing it to the police. Now... I don't remember my history that well. Maybe y'all can help me out a little bit. But but if you criticize a leader and you're reported to the police, isn't that isn't that in fact against the First Amendment? I mean, I, I, right? It, 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 am, 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 I, am I saying that right? Is this kind of a? I hate to throw this word around. Is this word? Is this kind of Nazi esque? Kind of Gestapo esque? The list was made in response to a request from the Boston police after the mayor had been harassed and physically intimidated by individuals. Now, physically, if you intimidate the mayor, why didn't they arrest you right then and there?
uh, abuse of power. I don't think it was a slip. I think they're legitimate time to reduce population. Yeah. Someone with a Chinese surname owning a list of political enemies? Sure, her last name isn't Mao. How is Ric Flair not on her staff as her hype man, right? Ladies, and, and you just have him come out like when she's about to be announced. Ladies and gentlemen, Mayor Michelle. And then Ric Flair runs in and just goes, and he just pulls off the biggest. Woo! Scott, I can see that. Citizens of Boston, put your hand together for Mayor Woo! A Supreme Court ruling involving New York Times specifically stating that the public can publicly criticize public officials and not suffer retaliation. Yes, it's called the freedom of speech. You see, we all we all like to have fun and go, oh, you can't criticize the government of Iran. They'll kill you. And they do. So now we're going to be just like them, but we're going to incarcerate people. Fucking awesome. It, it, look, look, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If this is the case, then I'm running for public office. I'm waiting for Oh, you know who's number one on my hit list. Are you kidding me? But you see, you see, it, does, it, it gets a little worse than that, people. This was the weekend of I really don't want a job. We're going to go next to uh, our former vice president, Mike Pence. You think uh, unapologetically her name should be said as woo? Only the way Ric Flair could do it, to say it with less enthusiasm would be insulting. It It would be totally. New York Times versus Solomon Landmark Supreme Court decision holding the First Amendment freedom of speech protections limit the ability of public officials to sue for defamation. Look, here's the thing. If you are a public person, you have to, and believe me, there were a lot of things that were said about me, and I am not a public official, but I was a public figure. Public figures have to go through all this all the time. As long as it's not slander. So this isn't slanderous. Mike Pence to me looks like he is one of the original children of the corn. And then he had this to say this weekend. And now, now, mind you, I am not the world's biggest Tucker Carlson fan. I'm not. I like Tucker, but I still remember him as a geeky guy who wore a bow tie. But he nailed him this weekend. You are are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime has exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. (laughs) Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. The, the, the suicide rates, the unemployment rates, the, the inflation rates, it, it running for president, that's not your concern? That's not your concern. 
Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Do, do you know what it means, Mr. Pence, to be the president? Or do you just want to fucking maul people in the corn stalks? Who wins in a fist fight, Tucker or Wiener Face? Oh, I, I'd take Tucker. Then whose concern is it? Yeah, I, I mean, that would be the great follow-up question, and that's the only part of the clip that I have. You just ended your political fucking campaign by saying that's not my concern. Because they will use that. You see, this is, I don't care what he said after that. I don't care what he said after that. If he brought it around and brought it home, said that's my, not my concern, that's my job. If he said something like that, which I doubt he said because he's Mike Pence and he doesn't have balls. He doesn't. After he procreated, and that's what they call it, they call it procreate, they don't even use, they don't u- even use the term coitus. He and his wife say, honey, we need to procreate this evening. And that's the only, they, 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 they procreate. And then after he had, what does he have, two kids? After the second one, chopped. After the second one, his wife said, No, wait, where is it? I yeah. want to be ninja. Yeah, she chopped that shit down to Chinatown right there. Uh, Pence is like Romney, a cuck for the Dems. I always wonder the exact same thing when you see an ad for charity that is uh, building wells in Ecuador. So those thirsty ass uh, can have uh, clean water. And I always think, but what about home? What about the USA? What about Flint, Michigan? They need clean water. Why can't we help at home first? It's where this wonderful world uh, word comes in of diplomacy, which I look. look you have to have diplomacy. You got, we're, we're the USA. We're the we're the world's big brother. We're there to fix everybody's problems, and then when they don't like our fix, then they kick us out. We're, you know what? We're the dad of the world. That's what we are. After World War II, we became the dad of the world. And we can fix everything. And if you don't like it, then you're going to fight with us and you're going to have a terrible teenage relationship with your father. I'm no fan of Pence, but I hope he was trying to say that Ukraine was not his concern. If he can't articulate that, he shouldn't be president. Well, this is the problem is that 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 soundbite will be used in every anti-Mike Pence ad from here until the election or until the nominations come out. Mike Pence is not going... Mike Pence had no chance to be the the Republican fucking candidate for president at all unless everyone dropped dead between now and then. Mike Pence is trying to... Mike Pence is going to use this to try to leverage himself a cabinet post at best. It's more than supporting war. It goes much deeper. We got so much to do here. Uh, First, same thing where people adopt kids from other countries. What's wrong with the thousands of foster kids who need a home? Why buy a baby from another country? Selfish acts. Mr. J says this is why so many people like Trump. He wanted to put America first. Well... 
When you put America first, you get called bad names, Mr. J. You get called a racist. You get called a xenophobic because you have to help the rest of the world, too. But what they're saying is you have to help the rest of the world first before. I mean, come on. Come on. Seriously. All, 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 All you have to say to Mike Pence is how will you fix San Francisco? How will you fix Philadelphia? How will you fix L.A. with the homeless problem? People are avoiding going to Venice Beach now. Venice Beach, the boardwalk. You know, where the, the, the big muscle-bound dudes work out at the Gold's Gym there. Venice Beach, popular tourist destination, overrun by homeless. Why? Because the governor of California is not doing a fucking thing about it. It's pathetic. Now, the last guy to, well, the last guy in in prominent standing, uh, and I know there's a lot of people that liked him, and there might be, you might try to explain what he was trying to say to me here, but once again, this is all about ads. Is this where he says it? And we need to talk about bioweapons. I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And um, by the way, this uh, is uh, and, you know it, the, the, what we the technology. This is uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the Democrat who's running for office. That we now have to develop these micro. We have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure of genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors, of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and, uh, and, uh, Wait for and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and, uh, and Chinese. He said that the COVID was, was ethnically targeted to spare Jews. Now, I don't know why he's talking like that. I've heard him talk, and he's a pretty good speaker. I don't know if he's, like, breaking down because he's being forced to say this or not. But I have to talk about this. Um, you just ended your presidential campaign. They were ethnically targeted to spare the Jews. And Indian Steckar says, woo! He talks like that due to reaction to a flu vaccine. Now, you can still like RFK Jr. You, you can still like all these people as far as I'm concerned. But uh, that was RFK Jr., a Democrat who wants to run for president who a lot of people put a lot, a lot of eggs in his basket. 
And and I gotta say that that that's the group of people you don't you don't fuck with the chosen people, you just don't. Uh, Jews are immune to it. He might have well just talked like a dude who went from California, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That that's a great call. Ogre, that is a that that is his Howard Dean moment right there. I gotta find that. Where I think it's in here. Yeah. Ah! Ah! That was the moment Howard Dean lost the presidency. Howard Dean was this up and comer in the Democratic Party, and and he was kicking ass, taking taking names, and he was probably gonna end up being. And he's like. We're going to go to Washington. We're going to go to Delaware. We're going to go to New Hampshire. We're going to go to Colorado. And- ah! Oh, Howard Dean. Oh, I miss you so much. I hate blanket statements. Statements that looked into it all can be proven false. Just why do they even try their bullshit? I don't know. But that was a very, very uncomfortable listening to that because it, it does sound like he's crying in there. Like he's, it's like he's saying that, and I'm no fan of his. I'm not a fan of his. But it doesn't. It sounds like he's saying that maybe a little under duress. He sounds like Alex Jones with his theories, although he is Bobby Kennedy's son and probably knows who killed his uncle. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. I don't think this was his Dean moment. RFK Jr. will be fine. Look at that stupid shit Joe says and gets away with. True, but 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 Joe hasn't fucked with the Jews yet. Joe messes with the black folks. He messes with the, the, the Middle Easterners. Joe's racism is okay. See, the, the anti-Semitism is uncomfortable. People are very uncomfortable with that, and and rightfully so. Like over the weekend, there, there's a story from uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame this weekend. Um, probably the 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 greatest catcher in baseball history, Johnny Bench, was at a uh, a Hall of Fame. They were inducting a, a general manager into like some sort of Hall of Fame there in Philadelphia or in Cincinnati, and the guy was Jewish. He was a Jewish man who who signed uh, a lot of great players. And Pete Rose was talking about it at the time. And Pete Rose said uh, he signed me for four hundred dollars a month. He was a cheapskate. And Johnny Bench goes, "Well, he was Jewish." A lot of people got all their, you know. Feathers ruffled over that. It's like, Johnny, you know what? Johnny Bench is Johnny Bench. He's an old man. Just let Johnny Bench be Johnny Bench. But it's the uncomfortableness of the anti-Semitism. It's very, very... It, look, it, 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 it's not like when you make fun of, like, you know, another race, and you, you kind of feel bad, but you don't. It, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain. And I'm not going to try, because I'll probably just get myself in more trouble. So let's go uh, to another person that's really, really stupid this weekend. Well, that would be Joe Biden. But um, LinkedIn co-founder Reed Hoffman 
you know, LinkedIn, that fucking terrible, oh, we're going to connect you uh, business-wise with everybody. It's the businessman's Facebook. Whatever. By the way, uh, Mr. Hoffman, it is known that he visited Epstein Island quite a few times. So, or, I'm sorry, not, not Epstein Island, Pedophile Island. And it was just found out that Joe Biden's presidential election campaign received a donation of close to $700,000 from Mr. Hoffman. So can we say that Joe Biden's campaign is funded by pedophiles? I believe we can. Oh, I'm sorry. One time guest on Epstein's pedophile island. You know, it, it, here, here's the rule that you have to go by. Okay, this is the rule of manhood. If you suck a dick only one time, you are still a cocksucker. That's right. It, I, I'm sorry. That is the rule of manland. I have never had another penis in my mouth. If I could put my own penis in there, I might try it. But never has there ever been another penis in my mouth. I, I, I think there are a lot of men that are like that. I think about 90% of men are like that. But the problem is, is that if you put one in your mouth just one time, even in jail, you will be a cocksucker for the rest of your life. It's just a rule. If you visit Pedophile Island once, you are a pedophile. The end. Not getting unless you get come on here. Getting a penis in your mouth is woman's work. Yeah, so why are you trying to see? Once again, trying to replace the ladies out there. I just found it funny that, that this guy dumped 700. See, if I'm Biden's campaign, I'm like, can't you, like, give it to Jim? Like, give that money to Jim who, who you know, he owns a Bible store. Can't the Bible store donate, like, $700,000 to me instead of a guy who visits Pedophile Island? Hey, real quick, another inept group of people, the Secret Service. Little, 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 little story here. Little story for the Secret Service. You remember last week they dropped the case of the uh, cocaine in the White House? Well, it seems like the, the, the Secret Service does not listen to this show. Well, I'm sure they do in case I say something that's way too much. But they don't know the mantra of the show. Do your fucking job. Yep. Donald says, good morning, y'all. They want, uh, they want to vacation heading to Santa Cruz where it's only a high of 70 today. Well, eat shit. It's going to be 165,000 degrees here. The Secret Service refused to interview the 500 suspects in the cocaine scandal claiming it was a waste of public resources and an infringement on civil rights. 
dost thou protest too much? I can't remember what that's from. Is, is, is that Romeo and Juliet? Is that Walt Whitman? Dost thou protest too much? You see, once you come out and you start saying stuff like, well, that would have been too much work. There was no real physical evidence for us to work from. Uh, the tape is hours and hours long. It's probably Secret Service, or, or I'm not Secret Service, it's probably construction crews. They know whose it is. We all know whose it is. Once again, yeah, look, look, this is what y'all should get mad about. This is the shit that you should get mad about. The, the insulting of your intelligence. They're telling you, no, you're stupid if you think it's Hunter Biden's. What if it wasn't just cocaine? The lady doth protest too much, methinks, from Hamlet. Okay, all right, I was close. Walt Whitman, Hamlet, same thing. I knew you'd know it, Ogre. Um, look, this is what happened. Head of Secret Service got called in the White House. They're like, hey, they, they went into the Oval Office, big old thick-ass doors of the Oval Office, Shut that shit. And the president, Obama, he's there. J Joe's just nodding off over in the corner. And Obama's, he, he's sitting in there, you know, probably on Skype because he's running the country from wherever he's at in the world right now. And he said, look, we, we know it's Hunter's. We're, we're going to deal with this internally. We're going to take care of this. You guys just make it go away. Don't interview anybody. Don't do anything. We know whose it is. We have taken the, the actions in case. And the Secret Service, look, the Secret Service is a bunch of yes-men that don't have a lot of balls. I mean, they do have balls because they're willing to take a bullet for the president, and I respect that part. But they do not stand up to it. They do not challenge authority ever. That was from Hamlet. That's right. Arnie just quoted Hamlet. Yeah, I, I, I'm amazing. Yeah. I am truly amazing. Everybody just thinks I'm a big old dumbass fucking redneck. I ain't. <sighs> so the full body scanners, Pat Downs, doesn't catch it coming there. It could have been anthrax. It's bullshit. Only could have been high-level persons, a.k.a. Hunter Biden. Can, can you just imagine? I, I, I mean, let, let's just real quick. Let's just real fast. And I hate, you know, I hate playing the game. We got to play the stupid game. If this would have been the Trump White House, and let's say that Don Jr. or Eric, I, I, don't, I don't think the kid's too old enough to be doing the cocaine yet, but I don't know. Baron. Let's say that one of, one of the older boys has a cocaine problem, has, has a, is a known for it, who's gone on television to talk about it. Well, if that were the case, 
Donald Trump would have been out of the White House. So, I mean, it's hard to play the game here. But if they would have found cocaine in the Trump White House, I'm going to tell you right now, the FBI would have been involved, possibly possibly ground troops. Do you remember what they did to Mar-a-Lago for, for papers? And the media... The, the, the media would have been calling it out. We know this is Don Jr.'s. We know this is Eric's. Yeah, the media is just, shh. Oh, they can't find whose it is. Well, that's a bummer. That's crazy. That's about the baddest they'll say it. That's crazy there was cocaine in the White House. Very crazy. The DEA would have been there. Fuck, they would have probably called the French Foreign Legion in. Seriously, though, why does he have any clearance besides the fact that he's president's son? He doesn't fucking live on site, does he? I couldn't imagine him having a badge that gets him into any room besides a fucking bathroom. See, I've never been to the White House, so I don't know. Like, like, like this is like the all-access pass. Like, if you have an all-access pass, you can get anywhere in the White House with security. But, you know, Hunter knows the Secret Service guys. He's friendly with them. He's probably giving them some cocaine here or there. He's like, hey, I got to go over the. Can, can I use the Situation Room? I got a situation. You know what I mean? I got, I, got, I got a Colombian situation going on in my pocket. You know what I'm talking about? If, if Coke was Trump's dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Oh, it would have been. Uh, they might have. They might have opened fire on the White House. And the the uh, the they would not have ended the investigation, saying, "Well, we don't know whose it is." Whoops, a Daisy. The most secure building in the world. And now it's a fucking Coke lab. Christ almighty, is he cooking meth underneath in the fucking, in, in, the, in the safe room? God damn it. I swear. Uh, what story do I want to do here? Um... This is good news to report that Vladimir Putin is warning that Russia will drop its own cluster bombs if Ukraine um, uses the the munitions that America gave them. So we're not, we're not following the rules of war anymore. I mean, we broke them by giving them the cluster bombs, but now if they use them, then Russia's going to use them. Then pretty much we're going to use biological weaponry. Oh, wait, we have used that on our own people. It was called COVID. I'm sorry. Do you think Hunter has a room where he has women packaging Coke while their titties are hanging out? Oh, I guarantee you he does. That's called the Lincoln bedroom. He'll have to run in the West Wing. Secret Service designed him to keep from getting taken uh, as a means to compromise the president. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. So there you go. More great stuff happening in the Ukraine. Can't wait till that fucking goes off hinge. Uh, 
Uh, oh, and by the way, our national security advisor, I don't even know who this is. Is, is this what, like fucking RuPaul? National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Sunday that he wouldn't be surprised if North Korea moves forward with another nuclear test. Um, how about we stop that? Isn't it weird? See, this is why this song is so great. Um, well, as soon as I find this song. Um Wasn't it just, I don't know, five, six years ago that we had issued in a, a somewhat of a peaceful setting in North Korea where they weren't blowing up missiles and, and the leader of the free world crossed over into North Korea and the leader of North Korea crossed over into South Korea and they were shaking hands and they were kissing babies together. And now the National Security Advisor says, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they move forward with another nuclear test. And here we are, sitting on our thumbs. Tell you this right now, when they end up blowing up part of Japan, God forbid it's Okinawa, because we know Mage is from Okinawa. We don't want to lose Okinawa for Mage and Mr. Miyagi's sake. I don't know where Danielson will go to, 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 to get the inspiration he needs to defeat Cobra Kai and John Kreese. But it's going to happen. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Blow your mind with this one here. You know why World War I started, right? It was the assassination of Franz Ferdinand, the, what was he, the king of Spain? Wasn't it his wedding day that they assassinated him and his wife? And that was the beginning of World War I. Yes, that's right. World War I knowledge and Hamlet in the same show. God damn it. You people are getting it. You people are getting a college level education for $2.99 a month. Archduke Ferdinand. I, you know what? You're right. It was Archduke Ferdinand. And that started World War I. It was something so small like that. It started World War One. I. I don't want to scare people. I don't want to be the alarmist. But all it's going to take is something small like that to kick off. Now, now, small like that would be somebody, somebody if they were to take out Zelensky. Well, maybe not Zelensky. He was the Archduke in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Yes, exactly, Spain. I was nowhere near right on that. Franz Ferdinand had a good album out 20 years ago. Well, I was close enough. All it's going to take is one of these missile strikes that goes awry. One of these quote-unquote tests that go bad. It's going to be one of those things. 
And it's going to piss a lot of people off, and it's going to piss off the wrong people, and then the bad stuff starts to happen. Now, I hope it's not for another 50 years, but I was, uh, I was uh, enlightened to something recently, and it's, uh, it's very, very, um, very intriguing. There's a book out called The Fourth Turning. It's an American prophecy of what the cycles of history tell us about America's next rendezvous with destiny. The theory is this. Is that every 80 years, something major happens to America. 80 years ago, it was World War II. 80 years before that, was the act of northern aggression, also known as <laughs> the Civil War. Ninety years before that was us fighting for our independence. Isn't it intriguing to look at that? 80-year cycle, and by the way, we're getting close to the end of that fourth cycle. Now, you can look at those and say, well, each one made America better. I mean, 1776, boom, we got it. We gained our independence. 1865, well, not that great, but America was brought together again. We stopped warring with each other. Eight years after that, we dropped the biggest bomb in the history of the world. They're going to make a movie. A movie comes out this week, I believe, called Oppenheimer. Now, 80 years later, what's next? This is why. So what was 9-11? 9-11 was a, a shot at us, and we didn't react correctly. In my opinion, Ogre. They said the same shit about presidents getting killed or dying every 20 years haven't, hasn't happened since Kennedy. What cycle was World War I in? It was in between those two. It's just an interesting theory. I'm not saying it's going to come true. I'm just saying it's very interesting. Look, you, you want me to talk. This is what I will say publicly, and I always have said this publicly about 9-11. 9-11 was a shot at us, and it was taken by some extremists. And we had a president who cared too much about what people thought. This is when I, I believe the pussification of our, our nation started was after 9-11. And I'm, I'm going to sound barbaric, and I'm going to sound terrible here, and I'm sorry. But I don't give a fuck. They killed people that were going to work. They killed innocent Americans that were just living their lives. These people that were killed on 9-11 that were murdered were not military-associated. They weren't government-associated. They were people going to work. And you want to target the World Trade Center because of money? Well, the people that funded all of those people and all 19 of the terrorists were Saudis 
Saudis are the biggest spenders of money that there is with their diamond-plated Mercedes-Benzes and, and their, their jewel-encrusted collars they have on their leopards. But we're the bad guys because we let women show their faces off. We were attacked not by a nation but by an ideology. And I'm here to tell you, what George W. Bush Jr. did was, I, I think, inept. And I still like the man. I like him as a man, not much as a president. He went after Iraq because they tried to kill his daddy. There wasn't shit in Iraq, and I believed it at the time that there were weapons of mass destruction there, all that bullshit. I believed it because I wanted some fucking justice for 9-11. But the justice wasn't done. Because we had Osama bin Laden dead to right, and he hid in a hospital. And we wouldn't blow up the hospital because of the innocent people in there. Well, here's the barbaric mean side of me, everybody. Fuck them. Fuck them. Because when we fought ourselves in the 1800s, there wasn't a lot of help from other people. Wasn't a lot of help. You can say that Ireland and, and England helped a lot because they funded the, the, the troops of the North. You got off a boat and you got a fucking Union uniform. I would have said, fuck them. We stood up for ourselves. Y'all need to stand up for yourselves. I've always, this is one thing that I will say. 20 years after Kennedy was killed, Ronald Reagan, Democrat, was shot. 20 years after that was 9-11. 20 years after that was a pandemic. Interesting. Interesting. See, Scott, you're playing along. Kind of like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Hey, I, I ain't got a problem with that. I had no problem doing that. We had to drop two because they wouldn't stop fighting. And the, the truth of the matter is, we didn't want in that war. We let millions of Jews get slaughtered because we didn't want that war. That was not our war to fight in. And then the Japanese said, well, hey, Pearl Harbor, we're going to say fuck you. And then you woke up the big dog, and the big dog was pissed. You remember what happened after that? It wasn't 20 years. It was only 10 years. It was the Korean War. It's a war a lot of people like to glance over. I don't ever glance over because that was the war my father was in. My father was awarded the Silver Star and the Purple Heart and a Bronze Star for the acts that he did as a 20-year-old man. I want you to think if a 20-year-old what, a, what today's 20-year-old would be able to catch the carcass of one of his own troops and then still continue to fight? I'm not saying this because it's my dad. I'm saying it's because that's what men were back then. A 20-year-old today, they're going to need a safe space to go to. They might identify as a hog and eat that body. I don't know what they're going to do. The aliens are coming here on their 20-year cycles, and the ancient time machine underground lizard people are controlling the Jews with their diamond guns. I love it. 
I tell you this right now. I would have sent in, if this is me, if I was president, I would have been like, no, we ain't going to go invade Iraq. No, no. What we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to get SEAL Team 6. And the reason why SEAL Team 6 is the best is because, and they're called SEAL Team 6 because they wanted to throw the Russians off. They didn't want to be SEAL Team 1 because everybody thinks SEAL Team 1 is the best SEAL Team. SEAL Team 6 is the, the contractors that are the best. To get into SEAL Team 6, you have to go through Super Hell Week. You're already a Navy SEAL, but then you got to go through it again to get in Team 6. you got to be a bad motherfucker. I would send in the bad motherfuckers. I go to a, a palace somewhere in Saudi Arabia and find me a sheikh or a sheikh. The one that was in charge of paying off all that money to train those terrorists, and his head would be gone. Bye bye, gone. Wouldn't leave a calling card. Wouldn't do anything. Just cut his head off. And any other shakes or sheiks that wanted to do that would cut their head off too. Then we find Osama bin Laden, the guy who orchestrated it all. We go to his compound. We cut his fucking head off. Oh, he's hiding in the hospital? Well, we'll blow the shit out of the hospital. We'll blow it up, and then we'll send in our troops, and we'll shoot everybody that's in there. Oh, I know I sound like I'm a bloodthirsty man, because I am a bloodthirsty man. Pisses me off. But, hey, North Korea, they're going to be probably shooting off another nuclear bomb soon. In tests. Because that's, that's who we need to have nuclear power are the, the North Koreans. Where they feed their troops rats. Wonderful, wonderful idea. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. My coworker says he was part of SEAL Team 6. Not one person believes him. Yeah, not a lot of people talk about it. I mean, that's just me. But... Something up with me Hey, sweet baby Don't you think maybe We could find us a brand new recipe I got a hot rod Ford and a two-dollar bill And I know a spot right over the hill Soda pop and the dancing spree So if you want to have fun Come along with me Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking How's about cooking Something up with me
still want it for her Mister, bring it closer Mister, can we hold it? I think it's gonna fit just fine As he slipped it on her hand Janie kissed her man Don't love, make a diamond shine Don't love, make a diamond shine It don't matter if it costs a dime Dang thing looks like a million bucks Sitting on my hand of a girl in ticket on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon and got home and sat there with all your tickets and looking at the TV screen. First of all, let me tell you, you're not going to win. Nope, you're not going to win at all. But this weekend, I was right yet again, and and, and I hate it, I mean, but... See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. I don't know why y'all don't get it. Y'all spend all this money on Powerball. That's great. Good for you. Didn't hit again. 
which means it's going to be worth $900 million the next time they draw, Monday. Uh, You'll get paid out yearly increments of $465 million. Uh, I think I could live with, no, no, oh, that's the lump sum. Okay, well, 465 is a one-time lump sum. So 465, you take half of that, gone from taxes. So that's uh, 230, 230, 232. Yeah, I could be okay with 232. I'd, oh, I'd spend it all. Oh, absolutely. Before I die, that's my goal in life then. Be to spend $232 million. So to all of you that say, oh, it's not worth it when it's $50 million or $60 million, here's the secret. When you say it's not worth it, oh, I'm not going to play it until it gets $900 million. Do you know what you're doing? You're lessening your odds. That's right. You are lessening your odds of winning because more people are playing. But, hey, good luck to you. I hope you win, and I'm glad that American schools are profiting so well off of the lottery. I think that's one of my favorite lies of all time. I think that that should go in with the two big lies. The check's in the mail and I won't come in your mouth. Lotteries help schools. (laughs) Not in America, they don't. (sighs) All right, all right. Now, stop being a dick. Now, I got to alert y'all to some stuff that's going on out there. So, you know, my job is not only to entertain you, to inform you, but also to keep you safe. This just happened outside of Alabama. A woman named Carletha, Carletha, they call her Carly for short, thank God, because Carletha ain't a name. Nicole Russell, she's 25, she went missing Thursday night. She's a nursing student who called 911 before dialing her sister-in-law. What happened was this gal was on the, on the way home, I guess, from her nursing duties, and she saw an infant, a toddler, on the side of a busy highway. Now, If I saw a toddler on the side of a busy highway, I'd have to look in the back seat, make sure it wasn't Roscoe. If it ain't Roscoe, I'm keeping going. Why? Because I don't have time. Well, it turns out that this was nothing more than a trap. She pulled over to help the kid, and lo and behold... She's on the phone with her sister-in-law after calling 911. They heard the girl scream, and she was taken. Two days later, she was dropped off at her home in Hoover, Alabama, and appeared to be in shock. So they kidnapped her, and then they took her home. Now, I don't know if anything was done to her, Um, She was transported to a local hospital for evaluation. Uh, I don't have a lot more of anything. Um, She saw Russell's boyfriend, claims the girlfriend was kidnapped and is now recovering from the traumatic experience. She's fighting for her life for 48 hours. 
Um, I just read the story made me think of such an elaborate plan to kidnap someone, anyone. Yeah, I mean, or was she was she targeted? Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, are they look the proper target would be pretty much anyone, wouldn't it? If they want to just kidnap and torture people, they don't really have a set style. Well, I just watched a video this morning. Her dad should have told her to hide under the bed. <laughs> I have an amazing set of tools. I will track you down and find you. Oh, I hear a violin playing. I know exactly where I am in in Bogota or wherever they were. Hide under the bed. They never look there. This is a weird story. This is a very off-putting story here. What if she was too heavy to kidnap? Well, maybe they just, you know, maybe they just shoot at her and then they leave. I want more from this story. I need I need to fire more out of this story. And this is all we're getting so far. But there is another thing to be weary of, ask family. And it started in South Africa, and it has made its way into major U.S. cities. If you're ever walking towards your car and you see that there is a water bottle stuffed in your tire well, the first thing you need to do is call 911. Don't get in your car. Don't do anything. Keep walking or walk back into the place that you came from. Because what is happening now is carjackers are putting empty water bottles in the wheel wells of cars to where when you drive off and you hear your car, it's going to sound like it's running over something or plastic or it's going to sound like something bad is happening to your car. And a lot of times you just put the car in park, you get out to look, and then they're waiting for you. Brady Kid says, I think it's made up for attention. They are engaged, so maybe free trips or stuff. I hope not, but something is fishy. Ooh, we have a conspiracy theory brewing. Oh. Holy shit! That's the one I want. Good thing I don't live... Oh, uh, South Africa, yes, it is a good thing you don't live there, but it is happening. It's happened a couple times in America. So we're putting this warning out there. So I, I look, look. Whenever I see this stuff, I always kind of look. But but it's always good to know that there are bad people out there that are targeting you that that do stuff like this. Now. I haven't thought about this. Um, been No, I've never been to Bogota. I hear it's beautiful, though. Fucking asshole. CCW always. Damn right. Until people realize that that your safety is in your hands. You know who's been to Bogota? Jill Biden. Oh, yeah. Oh, she goes to Bogota's all the time. All those lovely Bogota's in, in New York. She took Hunter along for other reasons. Snort. Fuck. Hunter's like the mayor of Bogota. 
When Hunter Biden walks into Bogota, it was like it was like two thousand era Arnie walking into a golf shop somewhere. I was America's guest. That's what, and, and people love to go. Oh, America's guest is here, which means I didn't pay for golf because nobody wanted to charge me. I was like, okay. Hunter's that way. Nobody wants to charge. I'm Bogota's guest. So I only got this story, and, and Braddy Kid told me about it first. And then I, I looked it up, and I did the story. I didn't. I didn't think about it at all. I just thought, what an elaborate ruse. Now that I'm starting to think about it, and some some good questions have been asked. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If this is an inside job, how did they know she was going to stop? Well, maybe she was in on it. Oh. Oh. Wow, that's really naughty. That's really, really naughty to think about if she was in on it. And then she comes home two days later and she's acting all crazy. All poppycock. It's all made up. It was all like the Duke Lacrosse story. It was all like that lady who who put a finger in the chili in Wendy's in San Jose. Remember that? Ah, the bratty one is calling. Yes, hello, boss. Oh, thank God I get a title now. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about this story more and more. How many people, if you saw a toddler on the side of the road, so if you saw a Roswell on the side of the road, you're telling me only one person is going to pull over? There'd be so many cars that stop. I mean, how many times do people stop when ducks cross the road? You're going to tell me one person stopped and that was it? A little yeah. fishy. You know, you know uh, Alicia says, hello, Braddy. Hey, girl. Um, it, it, there is something off about this because... Yeah, I would think. I mean, I mean, like I'm seeing pictures of of, of like the, the the cam. There's, I see one, two, three, four, five different cars, along with like three more uh, way up in the distance that pass this toddler. Yeah, see, something's fishy about this story. I think because they're engaged, they're not married, they're engaged. I think they're looking for some free shit for their wedding. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, yeah. that, you know, good call. We'll we'll keep an eye on this story. Goodbye, peasant. All right. Oh, wow, peasant. Now, where did this happen? This happened. Uh, oh, missing person. Oh, and they left the flyer phone number up. R six seven. We're calling the missing person hotline here. Hello, you've reached 205. No, I can't do that. All right, I ain't going to do that. Report scab missing. (laughs) 
Now, they, okay, Jen says they had a witness who saw a gray car, but no mention of the toddler. This story is very intriguing. Now that I've got my dander up, something ain't right. I, 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 where, where, where is it? Where is the, where is the correct sound effect that I need for that? Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. So nobody else would pull over for a toddler on the side of the road. I wouldn't. I, I, I would call it in. I'd call 911. But they got a 911 call. Maybe this is all part of the elaborate setup. She got to call 911, call her sister, and then, then hear, hear the, the parents hear her screaming, being taken away. Interesting. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we will keep our eye on the story. Man, oh, man, if Braddy Kid's right about that, whew, she's going to be tough to live with. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, by the way, we were talking about cars and tires and things like this. Did you know this? Now, I did not realize this, um, that, that electric vehicles have special tires. It, it, wait, wait. It, hold on a second here. A- ask family, I, I need your help here. Um, I'm going to ask you the question, and then you need to answer me. Uh, do electric vehicles have special tires? picking up. I'm reading more of the store idea. Okay. Okay, here's what it is. You're right. They do not have special tires. Thank you, Ogre. Um, Well, Swoosh says yes. Tesla does. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Ain't no black woman would ever let a kidnapper take her wig off, ever. That thing is buried with her. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they're special like Coke, a cold trickle used to avoid crashing into the wall in turn four. Oh, that's a great reference. Okay. So here's the deal. The tires are, 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 are fitted for cars that, that have regular, uh, weight. L- the typical electric car weighs about a thousand more pounds than the gas models which release chemicals and microplastics into the environment. Actually, electric vehicles produce up to 20% more pollution than their gas equivalents experts have revealed. Meaning, electric vehicles could be coming at a higher environmental price than many are aware of. Golly! Experts are warning that tires, which are often overlooked as a source of pollution, are releasing chemicals and plastics into the environment. While switching to an electric car helps lower how much carbon you generate, it actually exacerbates the problem of tire emissions. Yikes. Now, let's be honest. 
Um, this needs to be posted everywhere. Well, here you go. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start that charge, my friend, Swoosh. You got a Facebook? There you go. Now, is this nothing more? Watching House of Cards really opened my mind up <clears throat> to the world of uh, politics and the world of the world. Is this nothing more than just propaganda from the, the gas lobby, the oil lobby? Because tires are made of oil, after all. Um, is this nothing more than them trying to be smirch electric vehicles? Saying, hey, you know, our gas-powered cars are still okay. I mean, I mean, look here. Once again, let me say it again for the millionth, millionth time. You want to drive a hybrid? You want to drive an electric car? More power to you. You want to recycle? More power to you. I think it, you want to leave the world in a better place. You, you want to live up to what your parents did. They want to leave you in a better place. They want to leave their children in a better place than they had. Whether that's financially, whether that's um, naturally with the environment, things like that. I, 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 I can't, I'm not going to besmirch you. I'm not going to give you shit for recycling and driving this. But once again, if you think what we're going to do is going to help the environment, more power to you. First of all, Mother Nature is going to have the biggest say of anything. And let's not forget those two countries that have billions of people living there that really don't give a shit about the environment. Uh, as And once the electric batteries are lighter, which they are working on, this isn't an issue. Very true. Very true. Uh, which wrap us around back to Kamala's comments this morning. We need population control because we need more space for the pollution we're going to create with our environmentally conscious electric cars. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what life would be like in 1900 when people uh, tried getting cars on the road and lots of naysayers just wanted horses and buggies. If they had the Internet, it would be hilarious. Yeah. Cobalt mines in Africa can see, be seen from space. Is that true? Can we start seeing them now? I mean, because that's totally environmentally conscious, is digging up the earth. What's this story? He can burn in hell. Howard Stern's former radio rival, Man Cow Muller, breaks down in tears as he recalls shock jock making demonic and evil rape joke about his father's death. Uh, dark side of tooth, he can burn in hell for the derogatory about his father. Uh, most popular shock jocks of that time. Well, uh, hello, there was us too. Um, man cow, whose name, blah, blah, blah. What was the joke? Like demonic behavior. Oh, I shared a cab with this jerk off once, this man cow jerk off. And, and he is a complete jerk off. He, he tried big timing in the cab. I was like, yeah, I'm here for OzFest. I work in radio. Oh, well, yeah. From the network that took you to the dark side of wrestling, football, and the 90s. Once they found a target, they just 
destroyed you. It's Tara time Reed. to shine a light on the 2000s. Never been photographed like that outside of anything. This one clip put TMZ on the map. The era when TV audiences took control. TRL just produced this whole pop monster. We didn't know if we were going to have anybody interested in voting at all. It was yeah. rigging the game. It was cheating, actually. Radio DJs lost control. Oh, he's made amends. He's a nice guy now. He can burn in hell. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, uh, that show, the dark side of the, the 2000s, the radio edition. There's an asset that lives by me. He got in a fender bender in his electric truck. Uh, it's a, a Rivy van. Cost him $45,000 to fix it. What the fuck? Holy shit. Forty-five grand to fix it? Look, once again, I don't care what you do. You guys, you guys want to run electric vehicles. You want to, you want to, hey, more power to you. I'm not, I'm not going to call you names for it. Like I said, I think it's fantastic. Ogre, I think about the internet. And I wonder what the internet would have done to wrestling. Well, I tell you what, wrestling fans on the internet are bad. And I'm one of them. I, I admit that I'm a bad wrestling fan on the internet because I'll talk shit to people on there that are dumb. But I can't imagine what it would have been like during the, the, the Bruiser Brody era. Yesterday was a sad day. Yesterday was the day that we lost not only Bruiser Brody one year, but a few years later, Terry Bam Bam Gordy of the fabulous Freebirds also died. God, those are two legendary men. I listened to Mancow when he was on for a short period in San Francisco. Couldn't stand him. Mancow sucks. Mancow is do he's dog shit. Mancow wanted to be Howard, but didn't have the balls to be Howard. I hate Howard Stern. I cannot stand him. I do respect him immensely for what he did for my industry. Um... For, for making the industry. what I, I can't take it away from him. I hate him for it. But he is a legend in the business. And Man Cow always wanted to be him, but couldn't. Because he didn't have the balls to. Not many people did have the balls to be Howard. And that's why Howard's still doing his shit garbage show now. Closest we had uh, a bag were fan magazines and newsletters. Remember all the Star Wars rumors in the 70s about what was going to happen next? And then the Empire came out and threw everyone off. Yep, good old days, those. It was. I mean, it, it seriously was. Boy, the Internet. The Internet's been great. But, man, it's also ruined so much cool shit. The internet is what ruined kayfabe for wrestling. I mean, the wrestling was able to keep kayfabe in, in place, even though Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Iron Sheik, who were in a bitter feud at the time, were arrested driving in the same car, sniffing the same cocaine. Wrestling survived that. And now the internet trying to break it up. Terrible. In a story that will absolutely, positively shock no one, the, this story, well, the story's gone now because it didn't copy and didn't send the link. Uh, the San Francisco real estate market is a disaster. Golly. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? I, what, 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 what? 
the San Francisco real estate market's in trouble? You don't say. Let's see if I can find Fox News. Foxnews.com. Um, that's just crazy. That's just weird. Uh, let's see. Search. San Francisco real estate. State market. Well, they only have a story from six days ago. They don't have the one that I had. Fox Business. Maybe they'll have it. Let's 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 see. Let's see. What do they have? Nothing. Oh, well, here we go. San Francisco downtown never going back to the way it was. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you buy something in San Francisco now, you either got to be a tech billionaire or stupid. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Next thing they'll dump on us is that water is wet. You mean having homeless shit in your driveway will make people not want to live there? No, in droves. They leave. It, it, uh. Oh, oh here, oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, the city is no longer strange. Uh, it was once a jewel of the crown. San Francisco is our personal favorite city, our client's favorite city. Now it's a disaster. Real estate CEO Dolly Lins of Dolly Lins Real Estate says several huge hotelers have given back the keys to lenders, which is true. Two big hotels have given the keys back. The mall in downtown San Francisco, the Westfield Mall, has handed their keys over. They're no longer paying rent. Park Hotels and Resorts announced it stopped making payments on a $725 million loan. Of the 1,900-room Hilton San Francisco Union Square. Do you, do you, I know you guys see it. I, I, this is why I wish it was, this was such a bigger platform to where stupid people could listen to. Because only smart people listen to this show. Um, we need to get more stupid people to listen because we need to smarten them up. The idea of letting people be is, is a failed experiment. People need rules and regulations in place. Human beings, human beings are awful, okay? We, we, we have this thing called free will to where we're going to do what we want, and if some of us want to be homeless and shit in the middle of the street and do drugs, well, there's a state that allows that. I'm honestly surprised. I don't know about y'all. I'm honestly surprised that San Francisco doesn't have free drugs to hand out to those homeless people. Speaking of Californian real estate, did you know that all businesses didn't close because of COVID that were forced to build outdoor space for dining are now being forced to tear all the outdoor spaces down at their cost, regardless of whenever the patrons enjoy sitting outside or not? This is in L.A. for sure. Not sure about the rest of California. So they're making, you can't eat outside anymore? At all? It's 
wonderful. Hey, keep it going. Keep it going. Do they not want him to eat outside because it's mean to the homeless people? Or is it bad for the environment somehow? I, I'd, I'd like to get more into this. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, let me Google this story. This is kind of interesting to me. Um, outdoor dining outlawed in L.A. Uh, let's see. News. This is from February. Um, Los Angeles restaurants prepare to fight planned outdoor dining limitations. Do restaurants pay thousands we don't have or remove all the outdoor seating, which means we lose profits and need to cut back on people? New audience in L.A. would severely restrict outside dining and could cost around $20,000 to get a new permit for all al fresco dining. It's caused an uproar in the city. Uh, let's see. Uh, while many can, uh, colder weather cities eventually dissolve outdoor dining laws when COVID restrictions were lifted, L.A. kept them in place. As a result, many restaurants came to rely on the greater outdoor capacity. The greater capacity also allowed many restaurants to recover more quickly. However, the new Alfresco program proposal introduced earlier this year has threatened to undo all of that. New permits costing $20,000 will be needed. Wow. Wow. You can eat outside, but if your outdoor space was permitted and built before the lockdown, it's about permits. Yep. There you go. You see, this is why it's good to have people who actually have some sort of business experience in cities. They don't have to run it like a city because they don't have to run the city like a business because cities aren't there to profit. But they have to understand how business works. That's just stupid. That's that's just dumb. I, I and I get it. Yeah, yeah. I I totally it, ogre. You're absolutely right. Oh, new shows at Billy Bob's. Let's see. Um. Ooh, Clint Black, August fifth. I'm not gonna go to that though, even though I like Clint Black. But I'm still not gonna go. Yeah, that is twenty thousands of pure greed. I won't even go to L.A. to see my beloved Dodgers anymore. I'll pass. Hell in a handbasket. Yep. Now, there's a city also to avoid. Uh, you're out. Congratulations going out to the uh, city of Houston. Thanks to a 128% increase in, let's all say it together, that wonderful venereal disease known as syphilis. The Houston Health Department has led to a ninefold rise in congenital symptoms in Houston and Harris County. Infections rose by 57% from 1,800 in 2019 to 2,900 in 2022. Oh, God. And they even have billboards up now in, in Houston with this lady's chest. It's got all these bumps on it. It says, syphilis is serious. 
Uh, congratulations, Houston. You are the syphilis hotspot of Texas. Go to an Astros game, get syphilis. Now, our final story of this segment. This show has been kind of a, a, a little serious in, effort in parts, but that's okay because we're going to lighten it up right now. Now, this is nothing new. There is a new product that the wonderful people at Hostess are revealing. They're calling this the Ding Dong and Twinkie Mashups. This has been done before, my friends. It has been called Chocodiles. It used to be you could only get Chocodiles, which were chocolate-covered Twinkies. And boy, were they good. Now they're going to come in Ding Dong form. It's going to be round, covered in chocolate with the yellow Twinkie cake and the white, qu- the, the cream. And are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? This wonderful product will be going on their all time, meaning they'll be sold at all times. That means they don't take it off the market like they did the white white chocolate fucking ding-dongs, the dickheads. I heard in China the ding-dong is a treat known as the Smith Johnson. <laughs> Allegedly, they're being sold already at Walmarts. I do believe that we are taking a trip sometime this week, if not today, to Walmart to see if they have the Ding Dong and Twinkie mashups. Zingers are better. You be, you better you better recognize zingers are not better than chocodiles. Chocodiles were the truth. Chocodiles were the way to go, my friend. Zingers aren't bad, but let's remember that was a Dolly Madison product first. It is called the Ding Dongs Twinkies Mashups. That's literally what they're called. Ten individually wrapped cakes, which I will go through in about a half hour. But they, 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 look, look, you're out. You're out. You know what chocolate are. Okay. Hold on a second. Giving you the link. This looks like a round chocolate Which one was the chocolate and cream rolled into a log? That was funny. Are you talking about a ho-ho or a Swiss miss? Now, I love me some ho-hos, and I love me some Swiss misses. Those are the only ones that I know were rolled. And let's just stop with all these bullshit flavors. Give us chocolate, and that's what we want. All right? They've got these, there are these new treats that are out that, 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 that Hostess serves. They're, uh, wait, wait, hold on a second here. Got to find it in the story. They talk about them. Um, they're like little balls. They're bouncers. That's what they're called. They're bouncers. Those are pretty darn good, too. 
Low carb, no sugar. Absolutely. These will actually add life to you. Uh, if you eat like a, a dozen chocodiles, it will add 10 years to your life. They didn't make the baseball cupcakes this year. Mm. Hope they keep those devil's food honey buns. They're bomb. Oh, honey buns aren't going anywhere. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
1-877-357-FANS-4775-376-EASY-EASY. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday, ass family. If you've missed the first two segments, Jesus, what is wrong with you? Do you have a stroke? I mean, there's nothing else to listen to unless it's bad radio. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Um, all you got to do, go to ArnieRadio.com, download the app, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I don't even think there's an app download. All you got to do is join. You can listen anywhere. Uh, we've had a good morning so far. We've talked about a botched uh, kidnapping that none of us are buying now. There's another story. Ask family detectives, mount up. Regulators. Now, This isn't going to be fair coming from me because I can't stand this person. This person's name is Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean is a quote-unquote country music star. What he actually is is garbage, as they would say in France. He is poo-poo, doo-doo, crapola. And he got himself a straw hat that looks all weathered, and now we can sell weathered-looking straw hats at all the boot barns for all the cowboys and cowgirls out there. Yeehaw! They ain't never seen a horse. Story is uh, out of Connecticut, which makes it even funnier. Jason Aldean was performing at the Xfinity Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. I believe Saturday night was, it was the hottest place in the world. Jason Aldean struggled to get through his song, Crazy Town, as most people do struggle to get through that terrible song. When he retreated from his microphone, he started to cough. Trying to power through, he could barely sing another line of his song before he ran off stage. And he did not return. The concert venue tweeted this out afterwards, the next day. Yesterday, Jason Aldean's show will be rescheduled for a future date. We appreciate your patience as we work on rescheduling the new date. As well as outpouring of well wishes for Jason, a rep confirmed he is now doing well after experiencing heat stroke after last night's performance. Now, now I don't know. Whoop! I accidentally played that. Um, he probably had vaginal swelling. He sucks so bad his own voice quit. Is Jason Aldean's music really that bad? The Vegas shooter thought so too soon. Perfect. Um. Now, 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 heat stroke, heat stroke is really bad. Now, living in Texas and growing up, you learn about heat stroke. Heat stroke is when your body is so hot that you don't even sweat anymore. Your body cannot regulate its own temperature. 
That's what heat stroke is. Now, when he went on stage, this is this is the fun part to call bullshit on this whole heat stroke thing because heat stroke, by the way, you're close to dying. The temp- there was a flood warning in, in, in Connecticut that day. And when he hit the stage performing outside, it was a blistery 84 degrees. Um, so, real quick. Oh, shit! Dad suffered a heat stroke a few times. It's no joke and very scary. He was drunk in the heat, so he quit. He seems like a Chevy truck dealer who drives a Prius. Yeah, that's exactly him. Uh, yeah, oh, it is almost like it is. It's horrible. What? I mowed the lawn yesterday, 105. What a pussy. Delta asked if I can get a cowboy hat, and I said, nope. He said, why? I said, because you're not from the country. You don't work on a farm, and you aren't from the South. He goes, but you have one, Dad. And I told him I hung up on, uh, hanging up on the wall not to wear, dumbass. A Japanese guy with a cowboy hat is disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's weird. Now, 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 now look here. Anybody can wear a cowboy hat. Uh, I'm not one of these that says, says you have to grow up on a ranch. I didn't grow up on a ranch. I rode horses as a kid. Yes, yes, they were Clydesdales before everybody starts joking. Because I'm so enormously fat. I grew up in Texas. It's, it, it, it's our tradition. I have a cowboy hat that, that is very, 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 very. It, it's priceless to me, but it is very expensive. And I am from Texas. I'll tell you this, though, now. If you see any morons wearing black felt hats in the summertime, you already know that you can kick them square in the nuts because they don't know what they're doing unless it's a black tie event. That's the only way that you can wear a black felt hat during the summertime is at a black tie event. That's it. Summertime is for straw hats. And black straw hats are cheating. But you, it doesn't make you an outlaw that you're wearing a black straw hat. It makes you a shitty country singer Hashtag Jason Aldean. Hashtag Tim McGraw. Jason Aldean, this is what I assess happened. Jason Aldean has had to live through a lot. Now, he was on stage, as someone pointed out, when the shooter started shooting in Las Vegas, the deadliest mass shooting in American history. And I can see how he feels responsible. I, I, I can see that. I have a black Stetson made from beaver on the wall. Very nice. I have a black, uh, well, it's beaver and mink. It's a, it's a thousand X hat. It, it is the, the Diamante. It is the hat of hats. 
I only wear that in the wintertime. And I do wear it because it's a cowboy hat, and it's the wintertime. If I go out and if I'm going to a cowboy bar, I'm going to wear my damn black felt hat. If I'm dressed up, I'm going to be wearing my black felt hat. If I have to dress up in the summertime, I'm wearing a straw hat. But I don't dress up. Not everyone can pull off a cowboy hat. Look at Brett Michaels. Amen to that. Um, and I can understand maybe taking responsibility. True story, when, when, when I did my stand-up show, my dad was rushed, my very first one, the big one, at Silver Legacy. The next day, my dad was rushed to the hospital and almost died because he exerted himself too much. And I took a lot on with that. I thought it was my fault. It's not my fault, but it took a long time for me to understand that. Jason Aldean probably going through a lot of that still. And maybe he has decided to medicate himself. I don't know if it's with actual medication or if it's with, you know, the medication of John Daniels and, and Jimmy Beam. Maybe old granddad's mixed his way in there. There's a fellow by the name of Earl Dickel that's quite popular. And I do believe that he probably had a few too many to go on stage. And he pulled a George Jones. He pulled a no-show Jones. And his, his rep saying, oh, he had heat stroke. That was not the heat exhaustion might have been better, but it was 84 degrees. I feel your pain, Scott. I can't wear baseball hats. I look like a pro LGBA lesbian golfer. Shit, look at that tool bag, Shawn Michaels. He's from Texas, but wears a cowboy hat like Jason Aldean. Yeah, exactly. Now, look, Kevin Costner knows how to wear a cowboy hat. He always has, even when he was wider. He can pull that shit off. George Strait knows how to wear a cowboy hat. Arnie States knows how to wear a cowboy hat. You don't fold up the sides and make it look like a taco. You look like a moron. You're defeating the reason for the hat, the sombrero, if you will. But, yes, Jason Aldean, heat stroke. <laughs> oh, shit! Now, your out says, oh, yeah, Kevin Costner can pull off any hat. No, I, I like to think that of myself, too. Oh, by the way, we didn't we didn't play your outs opener today. My gosh, we we didn't play her walk up music. She just kind of snuck on. I'm so sorry about that. He's fantastic. Yeah, I am. Uh, just a great guy and really uh, very very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Now now we have to play the backing up sound. No, that's not Lizzo walking backwards. This is the company we know and hate as Disney. Disney is walking back claims that were made last week. Disney is saying that the photo showing the new Snow White is actually indeed fake. Um, The Daily Mail, which I get stories from, Showed an inside look into Disney's live-action production. 
The outlet said that they're going to use regular size actors not to facilitate the story, I guess. I, I, I don't understand. Daily Beast reported how conservatives were upset at the photos in the movie, but a Disney spokesman said the photos were fake. The photos are fake, not from our production. We are currently trying to have the Daily Mail issue a correction. However, Disney walked back their previous statement verifying the photos were from their production but weren't official. So once again, this is... Why can't anybody just fucking come out and just say our bad? I mean, when you fuck up, let, 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 let's, all be, let's all be adults here, shall we? For once. If you fuck up, you come out and you say, hey, we fucked up. Do you know why Budweiser is continuing to lose money? Is because they continue to do this bullshit. They can- <coughs> I'm sorry, Jason Aldean and myself. <coughs> they continue to release dumb commercial after dumb commercial after dumb commercial instead of having the CEO or someone who looks like a CEO come out on television and say, Budweiser fucked up. Oh, you're going to piss off the, the, the alphabet community. Oh, my gosh, that whopping 10%. And then the 20% of people that follow them and, and fucking lick their ball sack. So 30%, so 70% of the market is going to be like, all right, well, at least you're admitting it now. Which, by the way, I think we've gone too far. I, I think it's gone too long. I shouldn't say too far. I think it's gone too long. Where an apology ain't going to help them. Disney needs to come out and say, yes, these were our production photos. Yes, we were going to have a Mexican play Snow White. And the Seven Dwarfs, well, there was only going to be one because we didn't want to hire a bunch, you know, we didn't want to do anything to upset the little people. Because God forbid we do anything that makes anybody fucking scratch their head. Because I will tell you this right now. I can look out my window and be offended by something if I wanted to be. You people that get offended. And yes, I know I just said it. You people. You, 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 are the, you are the dregs of our society. You are worse than the homeless drug users' encampments. You have ruined our country because you feel that your feelings are more important than everything else in the world. Rather than not purchasing a said product or not watching a said show or listening to a said program, instead what you want to do is get them eviscerated and get them kicked off the air so nobody has to feel your discomfort. Forget all the people that enjoy that. You want to wreck it because that's your job in life is to wreck shit. And then when the tables are turned and you're the one wrecking shit, you're like, wait a second. Wait, wait, what about my rights? Why are you offended by what this does? Because I will tell you this right now. Everybody who gets offended by, by, by dirty stuff on the internet, I can find something in your life that offends me and I will fucking cancel you. I'm so sick and tired of this. Grow a fucking pair, people. They wanted me to do that bullshit to you. 
the powers that be. They wanted me to come back after my suicide attempt and not say a fucking word about it. Say that it was a personal issue. Yeah, it was a personal issue because I dug razor blades deep into my veins and I wanted to die. And I was wrong. I fucked up. And you know what? People called the show. They called me a coward. And I had to take it. And I did. Because I was. And I owned up to it. And every day, I live my life trying to make up for that ginormous fucking mistake. It's a mistake I have to live with. But I own it. Nobody else did it. I can say a bunch of things led me there in my head, but I was the one who did it. Budweiser, Disney, all these companies think that they're they're so worried about losing a certain percent because you don't want to... Fuck that percentage. Let me let you in on a little secret. Let me let you in on a little secret. That percentage of people doesn't like your product to begin with. They are looking for ways to cancel your product. You want me to cancel your product, Budweiser? I'll happily cancel your product. Alcohol is worse than fucking drugs. If you looked at all the deaths related to alcohol and and all the health issues related to alcohol, you would scratch your head to say, why is this a legal substance in America? It's no better than cigarettes, and look what society did to cigarettes. Do you know that in the 50s, about 75% of Americans smoked? 75, I want you to to think about that. Three out of every four people smoked in America then. And through this wonderful campaign that's gone on to talk about how bad cigarettes are, and I'm not going to say they're good for you, not by any matter I'm not going to say it's good for you. But you've gotten people that, that you know, you get the, the these are my favorite. When, when somebody's outside and they're smoking and somebody walks by and goes, <laughs> Now, Zach just texted me, the woke protest didn't work with married with children. No, and that was the last time. That was the last time that it came back and, and worked the way it should. If you don't know the story about Married with Children, the story is, is that there was a group of women, uh, the parents, one of those crazy, wacky parent groups um, that hated the show. And Married with Children at the time was a failing show on the Fox network. This was a group of people that were upset at a show that was probably going to get canceled anyway because they didn't have any viewers. But do you know what they did? They decided, well, that's not good enough. Don't let that. Don't let the market decide, which is what they were, uh, what was happening at the time. Don't let the market decide. We're going to put our two cents in. And what did they do? They drew attention to that Fox show, which in turn turned into the longest-running sitcom, live-action sitcom, in television history. That was the last time a company showed that they had a set of balls. Because now, once you get a protest against them, they give in. 
whether it's to the, the, the parents' groups, whether it's to the trans groups, whether it's to anyone. Sassy Pammy says uh, alcohol view. Oh wait, Sassy Pammy's here. Hold on a second. Here we got to We got to do. Did I say good morning to you? Oh, oh no, not that one. Hey, cowboy. Hey. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Uh, alcohol yep. abuse is devastating. It is. It truly is. I smoke and I tell those fuckos to fuck off. I love that show Al Bundy at his best line. It did. It had great show. It was a great show. I remember watching it the first season. I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was. I thought it was ahead of its time. I really did think it was ahead of its time. Blackface? I don't even know if blackface is allowed or not anymore because we have world leaders that wore blackface five times and is running Canada. The showrunners sent that women's group a thank you basket yearly for the show's run. They should have. And and that was a company saying, no, we're going we're gonna to support our show. If you don't like it, then don't watch. We'll get other sponsors. It's fine. I was on a show like that for a while. There were a lot of people that didn't like our show. There are a lot of people that really didn't like me. Because, you see, my job was this. I was not the bleeding heart liberal on that show. I was not the... um, learned Californian that ran the show. I was the backward redneck from Texas who got to say everything that you wanted to say, but you knew better than to say it. I got to say all that stuff. I'm I'm, going to pull the curtain back. You're going to see the wizard here. A lot of the shit that I said, I knew was wrong when I was saying it. I knew, and it, it was wrong of me to say. Do, do you really think that I believe that, and this was a, a very popular line that I had for a long time, is said, women can always lose an extra 10 pounds. No matter how big or small you are, you can always lose another 10 pounds. Now, did I believe that? No. Did I have groups that hated me for it? Yes. Did I say it because it was funny? Absolutely. And there are people that hated me for it. And that's okay. That showed. See, this, this, this is what I, and, and I'm going to equate this to wrestling here in a second. I know you, everybody was waiting for it. Wait, wait a second. He's got to tie this into wrestling somehow. There's a show that came out uh, last season that was a, a backstage look at the AEW. And they had the, this tag team that, that are executive producers on the show called the Young Sucks. I'm sorry, Bucks? Young Bucks. And they had been suspended because of an altercation that happened backstage. An altercation at a wrestling show. I know that's crazy. Bunch of fucking juiced up guys with fucking gigantic egos. And they're not playing well with one another. What? So they were suspended for a while. And when they were coming back off their suspension, they're doing this reality show. And they're like, we don't know if people are going to cheer us or boo us. And we're worried about it. And they didn't like it when they got booed when they went to a certain city, city of Chicago, because that's where CM Punk was from. That's the guy that they got. CM Punk has now got his own Saturday show pretty much. It's not doing well in the ratings, but it's not going anywhere. I watch it every week. More wrestling, better. I don't, I don't care. There's wrestling on TV. I'm watching it because I love wrestling. 
But his reaction is either boos or cheers. The crowd's going wild, and he doesn't care. Why? Because he is... He, he, he's being accepted by the crowd. Either they love him or they hate him. That's all you need. He's not going to back down from the hate. And the young sucks, bucks, sorry, they're worried about people booing them. And by the way, they were bad guys for a while. They were heels. By the way, new season of Justified starts tomorrow on FX. Cannot fucking wait. But this idea, if you can engage the crowd, that's all you need. If they love you, if they hate you, that's all that matters. There is a terrible wrestler in the WWE, just god-awful. His name is Dominique Mysterio, and he absolutely, positively sucks. He's a terrible in-ring performer. But the crowd hates him so much, they boo him whenever he starts to talk into the microphone, and he is gigantically over. And that's all that matters. Another reason modern wrestling sucks, if some genuine heat's going on, it translates amazingly well into the squared circle. Oh, real heat. Eddie Gilbert's dad, uh, or Eddie Gilbert, guy who ran the Florida Territory, Used to have a sign up in his office, real heat equals, and it had dollar bill signs. Now, if that backstage heat is out of control, then you get the locker room boss to handle business. That is how it's handled in the old days when ratings and popularity were over the top great. Yes, the Undertaker ran the locker room. There's there's some big-ass motherfuckers in AEW that could run that locker room. I'm on season four. What's coming out? I missed it. Damn it. Uh, uh, Justified. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first episode of the new season of uh, Justified. So what you're saying about Dominic Mysterio is that by getting booed, he's doing his fucking job. Abso-fucking-lutely. Now, to tie this all the way back, Disney coming out and saying, well, those were photos, but uh, not really. They weren't official photos. They were from the production, but they aren't official. By the way, Daily Mail is not going to retract the story. What happened was is that a lot of people came out and said, why do we have a Mexican Snow White? Nothing gets you fine Mexican people out there. I love the Mexican people. Your food, second to none. Unless it's steak, because I'm not a big fan of carne. But I, I, I love your culture. I think it's wonderful. But Snow White has always been white. Look, y'all have Speedy Gonzalez. Be happy. You got Slowpoke Rodrigo. The French have got a rapist. I would, I would much rather have a fast mouse than a rapist skunk, because that's what Pepe Le Pew is. Southerners have a troublemaking rooster. I say, I say we have a troublemaking rooster, son. The greatest character in the, the, the in Bugs Bunny franchise. Fuck Bugs. Second greatest is the angry Southerner known as Yosemite Sam. 
And then you got that fellow from the deep south, the Tasmanian devil. He's from all the way from New Zealand. That's south. All the southerners angry. Fine by me. You know why it's fine by me? Because once again, I will tell you. And hate is a hell of a motivator. In the Snow White song, the dwarf song is hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to Rio Grande we go. I was just watching Justified the other day, and my baby's here railing, giving his name, and says, that's a book by Elmore Leonard, my man, the reader. Yeah. Uh, just like when they redid The Little Mermaid, Ariel is not a black girl. She's a white girl with red hair. And that is why The Little Mermaid failed. It failed. They ruined a classic. Um, v. Coop and I have been texting back and forth. We texted back and forth over the weekend, and he said he's starting to work on his uh, prediction list of uh, 2024 already. I'm going to tell you, a pred- I'm, I'm, I'm releasing a, a th- this is a late 2023. I, I don't think I did the word of the year. But uh, I will say that the, the word diversity will probably end up being Webster's word of the year. Diversity. And let me tell you, diversity will be the end of America. Mark my words. College Jason says, another fail, new Coke. Absolutely. Look what diversity did to Bud Light. Diversity pretty much has ended that company. Not only that company... But you remember the story I did about the glass-making companies that had to shut down two places because they don't make enough bottles? They're not making bottles now for Bud Light? What happens when they start laying off Budweiser employees, which they probably have in some places, because the distributorship can't afford to pay them if nobody's buying Bud Light? Why did this happen? Because of diversity. Now, diversity works, but it needs a caveat to go at the end of it. You can hire and you can use diversity if the person is qualified. You don't put somebody in there for diversity reasons only unless you're Joe Biden and you're talking about the cabinet of the United States of America. Because that's what he did. And you want to know why America's shit in the bed right now? You want to know why airplanes are fucking not taking off from airports? Is because there is a person that runs the transportation department that has no business running the transportation department because they're not qualified. That's Pete Bootygig. I'm just hoping Boyd Crowder somehow makes an appearance in some type of way, and please have the dumb cousins, please. Boyd's got to be on there somewhere. You cannot have Justified without Boyd Crowder. Kamala wants to be taken seriously. Seriously. Take her seriously. Because, and, and Kamala Harris has proven that she is, she is quite the brainiac. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Madam Vice President. Remember what diversity did for the nuclear? We, we started the show off with it. Sam Britton. 
who on the taxpayer's dime was stealing people's luggage. We have a director of health and human services that's a transgender, and up until three years ago, being that was a mental health problem. Now it's okay. And Disney, you might think that you're too big to fail, but I'm starting to see stories. I talk to people. I know their parks are still packed, but they're starting to show a decline in numbers. Their movies are showing a big decline in numbers. And what can you attest all of this to? People are sick of Disney, first of all, ruining great franchises, Star Wars, everything Marvel has done, Indiana Jones. You've ruined it. Secondly, your diversity programs, your diversity ideas. It's killing it. You want to diversify the Little Mermaid? Give her blonde hair. I mean, shit. Take it away from the gingers. But to go as whack job as you did, I'm sorry. That would be like doing Sanford and Son, and it's two white guys. It's not going to be as funny. If you did Sanford and Son with two white guys, you'd never hear this. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. My God. The television network would be burned to the ground. Notorious Rev, whatever happened to Hot Mama, one of the coolest folks on here? Sorry that you other folks aren't that cool, according to Notorious Rev. I have an interesting... Notorious Rev, are you from Michigan? Um... Hot Mama's here all the time. Sometimes she's working. Sometimes she can't plop in, but she's still here all the time. Eric says amen. All right, we got about 10 minutes left. All right, let's do these two dumbass stories here. See, dumbasses don't just live in America. No, 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 no. Davis Flyboy, next you know Kamala Harris will spell conspiracy, C-O-N-A-spiracy. <laughs> oh, I would pay for that quote. But let's remember what she did say this morning. Remember her speech from this weekend here. Um, in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduced population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. There you go. They can get clean air and water if we just reduce population, according to Kamala Harris. <sighs> this is a story about 40-year-old Michael Raduga. He's from Russia. He's a researcher, and he has quite the following. Some people would call it a cult following because, well, this guy's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Did I did I already give away the story? I'm sorry. He claims to have implanted a chip into his own brain in the hope of controlling his dreams by performing surgery on himself at home. You know, I need a I need the correct sound effect for this. Uh, let's. Oh, there it is. There we go.
Mr. Radiga implanted, allegedly, an electrode into his brain to control his dreams in his living room in Kazakhstan. Now, now this next part of the story, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Not since the Federal Wildlife Commission came out about a month and a half ago and told us a wounded bear is more dangerous than a regular bear. An Oxford University neurosurgeon, Oxford, probably the smartest college in the world, mainly because it's in Great Britain. A neurosurgeon from there, meaning a super-duper-duper-duper-uper smart person, said that this is extremely dangerous. And then said that we are decades away from achieving dream control. He put his life on the line last month and lost almost a liter of blood while performing brain surgery on his home on himself in Kazakhstan. The 40-year-old who has no neurosurgery qualifications compared his dangerous experiment to the film of Inception, claiming his electrodes one day as a potential to change the course of lucid dreams. Gruesome footage of the procedure shows him holding his skin back with the paper clips. Now, did he at least sterilize the paper clips? At least he didn't have, like, hot dog tongs. While bulldozing the back of his skull using a drill he found at a hardware store. I only have a picture of... He put something in there. there there's like a, a looks like a paperclip folded up in there. That's the electrode. It's made of platinum and silicone. Claims that electrical triggers sent to his electrode can influence the course of lucid dreams. Ass family. Ass family. I, I, I'm I'm just here to tell you. Um Just truth be told, um, you can't do brain surgery on yourself. Otherwise, Dr. McSteamy or Dr. McDreamy, whichever one the, the can't-hardly-wait guy was, he, he would have been able to fix himself. Let, let, let me just tell you something real quick. This is why you don't fuck with people from the Eastern Bloc, because if he actually did, and, and they're not showing any of the pictures, otherwise I would have shared it with y'all. If, if, if he would have actually been, been doing that and, and drilling into a skull in his living room, did he go to work the next day with a bandage on his head? Oh, I, I just put an electrode in my brain. I want to control my dreams. All I want to dream about is a, a hot American gal jerking me off. That's all I want to dream about. Kazakhstan, ever been there? Gorgeous. Their number one export is prostitutes, according to Borat, and their national anthems performed by Adele, apparently. God damn it! Good one. Hello, it's me. 
Scott. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet Jesus. He might not be an actual doctor, but he did stay to Best Western Express last night. Oh, they've taken it away from Holiday Inn Express. I was going to do my own brain surgery this weekend, dang it. Yeah, I would say probably stay away from that. Especially if you're holding the skin back with paper clips. At least use a chip clip or something. Oh, by the way, update. I got my egg poaching pan, and hot damn, it is a miracle. Oh, I made some of the best poached eggs of my entire life. I'm sure Alicia's seen people in the ER with a hangnail, and yet this man's doing his own brain surgery. Yeah. He wants to dream about pounding a goat every night. V. Coop says, well, I'm going to throw up, or no, that, that's Zach. I'm sorry. Zach says, I'm going to throw up on that image. Well, we got one more story. If you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, Arnie, that, that right there is a fucking great way to end the show. Nope, I got to say, it gets better. Fuck, Jen, this stupid shit. People come over and be upset they're not being seen over stroke patients. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Arnie, have you seen the recent Britney video? Free Britney movement might have been a mistake. Oh, Britney's fucking nuts. I want her to be free, though. I love all these videos with her just fucking shaking her hooters all around. I love them. A German man. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> This is a story about two German men, actually. Uh, 32-year-old Martin M. we got to protect his last name. And uh, Torben K. Torben K is 46. Now, the two met. You know what? Let, let, let's do this right. Let, let, let's give these two wacky kids uh, the, their, their truth here. i got to find them. There we go. <laughs> The two met on a gay dating site. Now, strangers in the night, exchanging glances, wandering in the night. Now, what Martin M. and Tobin, Torben K., I guess, had done the old hoopty doopty. And it was seen that Martin M. Something in your was quite jealous was so of Torben K.'s large penis and large testicles. So, what did they do about it? Well, that's the interesting part of this story. It's a sad story to report because Martin M. died. Because... The two got together again for another uh, rendezvous, if you will. Exciting something in my heart told me I must have you. Because Martin M. wanted to have a, quote, really large penis. So Torben K. is like, all right, buddy, what we're going to do is we're going to inject your pee-pee with silicone. 
Now, the silicone that they use to inject the wiener is actually intended for cleaning surfaces. Um, They injected it into the pee-pee, and the man died due to blood poisoning and organ failure. Strangers in the night, two lonely people, we were strangers in the night. Up to the moment when we said our first hello, little did we know. Love was just a glance away, a warm embracing dance away, and doobie ever doobie since doobie that doobie night, we've been So ask family, to end the show today, I have to ask you this very, very, very tough call. You make the call. Ask family, which man was stupider? The man who injected cleaning fluid into his wiener or the man who did his own brain surgery? Ask family, you make the call. did you make all right let's see um trash panda says penis college station says brain mage says dick guy alicia says brain ogre says the wiener i'd die without it kale says penis man jen says the clean the the tiny penis peepee hole dick cleaner cowboys girl says that's a tough one the dick one because the dude died oh shit that's a tough one brain surgeon i suppose the ass family has chosen the man who cut off his, or who injected cleaning fluid into his wiener. <laughs> Makes sense. I, I mean, he did die. I mean, the brain surgery guy, he didn't die, but he allegedly held his skin back with paper clips. Any word on infections? Oh, ass family, that is the way to end a show, boy. I tell you what, we ended the show with a bang there. Goddamn people. Um, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, have a wonderful Monday, and adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.